Welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, pop culture and social media and everything in between. I am Dr. Mary McClyde Bethune. Medulla, medulla, <laughs> medulla, medulla. And I am I'm Lance. A <laughs> I'm Medulla. And I am Lance 2.0. And I am the Petty One O T P Old Testament Petty. So let me be real petty. <laughs> so I was talking to somebody today and we were talking about um pussy for some odd reason. And <laughs> speaking of pussy, <laughs> I actually got my pussy drink in my refrigerator. Y'all remember that uh that pussy juice? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I uh, still got right. I still got three cans. I'm gonna bring it next week. Pussy oh, sorry, juice. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring it back. Yeah, put the pussy juice. It's called. Uh, it's like an energy drink. It's a drink. Yeah, it's called. It's called he said, "Hey, hey man, I want to say some of this pussy." And I was like, "Oh, that's fine." So <laughs> that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's real fine. So I um so the conversation came up. They was like, "Well, how would you describe?" It? I said, "It looked like roast beef. It looked like old um old nasty piece of um Arby's uh sandwich." So somebody was like, "What?" I said, "Yeah, think about it. It looked like roast beef. You know, the labia. It looks labia. It looks like roast beef." So they was like, okay, so I'm going to go to Arby's. I'm like, can I get me a, um, a pussy sandwich? I said, and that'll probably be the only place you can go because don't nobody else sell roast beef. Name another fast food restaurant that sells roast beef. Um, Not fast food, but if you go to... <laughs> you can go to Walmart. Subway. You can go to Subway. Subway got a roast beef? Um, yeah, they got a roast, a roast beef. Yeah, yeah, I think... I think um, Firehouse, Firehouse, Firehouse. Yeah, I think Firehouse, Firehouse got beef. one too. Oh, mm. <laughs> of course, I don't you can always beef. go to the <laughs> Daily at the Publix or the Walmart get you some roast beef. The daily or the deli? The deli, sorry. <laughs> you better stop drinking. You can go to the deli daily, <laughs> huh? Like that. Huh? It, I thought he was saying the deli's like the shell. That's what I, <laughs> That's thought. What I thought. he was talking And then he about. said Publix. And I was like, Publix? <laughs> daily? Mm. You know, they say Tajay. Uh, why we can't just say Publa? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Publa. We're going to Publa. Cause I, you know the ex can be silent too. <laughs> Stop drinking. Stop smoking weed. What did I do? <laughs> Nothing yet, but it's coming. So we're gonna slide on in the foreplay. We're gonna get it wet. What I'm already ready my, to go, so yeah, I'm just gonna test water, y'all. Uh, my water already broke, so. Oh, my water broke. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I said that in school because I had to go to the bathroom. What's wrong with you? No, I no, I was I had to use the bathroom. I was like in sixth grade. I said, "Ooh, I gotta go to the bathroom." She said, "She said no." I said, "Ooh, my water broke." Oh, I about to fill out. What is wrong with you? So, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, he's been dumb as fuck since he was a child. So, we are gonna play the Beyonce game. And I'm going to ask Medulla and Lance questions because they are diehard Beyonce fans and they should know the trivia. What does the winner get? Attention. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What kind of attention? Is it going to stand straight up like a salute? <laughs> Not from around her. Oh, okay, fine. Now, I'll take you to Arby's. Ain't no lames over here. 
And you get your pussy sandwich. Curb to the left. <laughs> shift to the right. I'll go straight ahead. Hey. <laughs> what is you driving? A stick shift? <laughs> mm. So, we'll start with you, Medulla. Okay. Hillary Duff, Travis Scott, and Beyonce called this Bayou City home. You get 10 seconds. Suzanne, sit your ass down. Houston, Texas. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Suzanne also calls that home. Oh, we didn't even know. Next. <laughs> next. <laughs> to the left, to the left. <laughs> uh, so the next question is for you, Lance. Okay. I can't breathe. Breathe, stretch, shake, let go. <laughs> it ain't no superstar. The spotlight ain't shining on me. If Cuba Gooding Jr. played Darren, Beyonce played this character. <laughs> Damn, I wish I would give you a left lifeline. I wish you could too, because I don't know that one. I know what? I know it was fighting to temptation fighting temptations. No, but I don't know no, what was her name. I don't know what her name was in the movie. How the fuck you don't know what her name is? Because that movie sucked. I only saw it once. But it was good singing. And Elizabeth <laughs> Devereaux was in the movie. I watched the movie like once and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? You ain't real. Y'all give up? Um can we get a lifeline? It's a flower. Daisy? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hell nah. Hell nah. Uh, was it uh, Rose? No, that's that's the Golden Girls. Okay, ding, 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 it's over. It's Lily. Oh, the- damn! I know that. My bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. B. My bad, bro. Okay, so Madula, check on it. What's supposed to be featured on what movie soundtrack? Pink Panther. Very good. Very good. Ooh, but you're looking like a light. What you see? What you come up here? Check up on it. I'm going to let you work up on it. So, now we're going to slide into lyrics. Oh, this should be kind of easy. <sighs> so, Lance, all up in the kitchen in my heels, dinner time, do whatever that it takes. You got to win at his mind. Countdown. Get- Countdown. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> you better got that while I was I know that's my shit. I was, I was shoot. trying to wait for him to finish and see if he was going to, you know, how to go left with the question or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, maybe, what verse was that? Was that the first or second oh, verse? I'm going to answer that. I'm going to answer that. Nope, that's, that's a little too difficult. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is another lyrics question. Clouds filled with stars cover your skies, and I hope it rains. You're the perfect lullaby. What kind of dream is this? Sweet dreams are beautiful <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> Either way, I don't want to wake up from you. All right. All right. Lance. My guilty pleasure. I ain't going. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, he's dancing. He's doing the routine (laughs) on the water. Uh, Lance. Why don't you give me some shit like satellites? (laughs) 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 Me and Alois used to kill that song. I'm like, turn that shit off. (laughs) Oh, God. Something don't feel right because it ain't right, especially coming up after midnight. I smell your secrets, and I'm not too perfect to ever feel this worthless. Hold up. That's it. Yes. <laughs> See? I want to lose my car. I'm a fool. <laughs> Medulla. Okay. Another lyrics. You're so sexy. Tonight, I'm all yours, boy. The way your body moves across the floor. I love to love you, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, not a girl. Hey, hey, not a girl. Hey. <laughs> 
Can y'all be Nadia? Then the Nadia girls over there. Oh, she was ratchet. Ratchet, <laughs> ratchet, ratchet. Oh, I missed that. This is going to be numbers. Lance. <laughs> the number of tracks on Beyonce's sixth studio album. Hold on, let's think. 12. Very good. What album is it? Lemonade. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> B6. We're waiting for B7. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do this. Is the last question. Oh, God. How many Grammys does Beyonce have? <laughs> Beyonce has. It should be 20. She just got. 23. Very good. Yes! yes! <laughs> 23. I know it was okay. All right. Go on, Madula. Go in. Let hell. Congrats. Y'all were pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was that one. Yeah, it was only that Lily question that stumped y'all. <laughs> yeah, that, that little... yeah, that was it. But that was a good movie. Fighting Temptation. Yeah, they were singing. That was, they were fighting Temptation, right? That yeah. was Fighting Temptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only movie I've ever seen that Samuel Washington's wife acts in. Because, hmm. you know, she was the um the lady who wanted to be the choir director. You mean Denzel Washington? No. No, Samuel, Samuel Jackson's, Jackson's wife. wife. Oh. That one Pauletta Washington. We know who Pauletta is. Okay. But no. Yeah. No. The, the one who won the dark dark skinned lady? Yes. She played that's who played in um 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 Luke Cage. She played in a lot of stuff. She played Luke Cage? Yeah, Luke Cage. I ain't that, that that was, that was, I think she played a judge. I remember she played a judge on some Law show. Or too. Or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she played Luke Cage. She was the, the, the big mm-hmm. mama who was the the the, drug, the big drug lady and everything. And then she passed it down to um the, the mama who played in Love and Basketball. That's her. Alfred Wood. Hmm? Alfred Wood. Who? The mama who played in Love and Basketball is Alfred Wood. Yeah. Uh, Holiday Heart. Huh. That's yeah, Alfred Wood as well. Okay, yeah. That's okay. the same person. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah my bad. Yeah. Um, but no, what I'm saying is that's the first time I ever saw her act in a in a, in a, in a movie, a, 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 yeah, a major a motion yeah. picture. The one that said, Asale, Asale. And she tripped over the lady who was slain in the spirit. Um, no, she was the one who was um sabotaging. She was like, Oh, Beulah Choir, Beulah Choir. She was eating the um, yeah, the chicken and stuff. Yeah, she, yeah. Played, she played a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I'm saying that's the first time I, I saw, saw her. her. I thought it was yeah, Samuel Jackson's wife. I mean, I mean, um, it is. No, that is. You thought it was Denzel Washington? No, no, no Denzel Washington's wife is dark skinned as well, well but, but they look alike. Ugly. Nah. Oh, <laughs> I love my that. black women. I nope. love my ugly. black women. Nope. I nope. love y'all nope. black women. Nope, not doing it. Not mm-hmm. doing it. Nope. I like them. Do a side by side, Suzanne. We'll, we'll be the judge. Yeah. Uh, Denzel Washington's wife and um Samuel Jackson's wife. Paula At one point, I thought it was the same person. When I was a little boy, and I ain't know no better. And now that you're old, you still don't know about. Paula strong features. That's all. No, Paula Washington is pretty. She has a really pretty smile. Oh, okay. I think she does too. I Words of wisdom. Smile. Words of wisdom. <laughs> Lance. What are your words of wisdom today? Okay, so my words of wisdom was inspired by the jackass that got bit, but got attacked by the jaguar over the weekend. I can't. And it's basically saying, don't jump in the ring if you're not ready to box. Mm, Got to preach. I like that. Yes. And that could be applied to anything in life. But she jumped over in that cage and tried to take that selfie. And that Jaguar said, not today. 
So she wasn't ready to buy it. <laughs> no. Maybe she thought it was going to turn into a car. Maybe she thought it was going to turn into a car. I, like I, I bet that Jaguar ate her box. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Uh, my words of wisdom is um, it's a very oh it's you know you can get uh, fresh water from an old well, <laughs> and it come from a very old well, and it's it and it applies to everything in life as well. If you sprinkle, while you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. See, uh, we look at it as as the <laughs> we look at it as somebody pissing on the toilet. But a lot of times, people piss on relationships. They piss on other situations, their jobs and, and stuff, and, and they don't know how to go back and apologize and clean up the things that they've done. So that's the word of wisdom. That's going to preach this week. If you sprinkle while you tinkle, be neat and wipe the seat. Go back and say, I'm sorry. Go back and if you know you did some messy shit, just like Tristan and that girl, that Joy, and she, she knows she was sucking the fucking that boy, go back and uh, say, um, I'm sorry. You know, I messed up. We've been doing that all the time. You know what I'm saying? And, and your relationships and the people around you will become better. Your surroundings will be much better if you wipe the seat. Mm. But for everybody else who pissy Suzanne And piss all on the floor Piss all on the toilet Use the toilet paper And wipe <laughs> it's, a, it's all for funny game It's alright We know you potty train now Shits and giggles <laughs> I can't I just can't with y'all So my words of wisdom is Is that I always strive To show people That I'm that song you skip And now you find out later That I'm, that I'm lit Mm. Oh. Because so often people are so busy to pass over people because they may not be who they thought they were going to be or who they should be with, and they discount and discredit people as they're going through transitions. But what you later found out is, is that I was in transition, and now I'm lit, and now you wish I was the one you didn't skip. It's like mm-hmm. an album, you know. Have you ever had a song on an album? You was like, mm, it's okay, and then it get played on the radio. You see somebody do it or something it like was, that with it. You mm-hmm. be like, I just had oh. that moment last week. You did? Destiny's Child. What song? Where'd You Go from Writings on the Wall. I hated that song when I first got that it album. And I was listening days. to the album. And I was that like, was, oh, God, God. Me. I was oh. like, I really like this. this I didn't like it at first either. I didn't like it. Really? I didn't like the way, I like the way it started I out because I used to always miss you said, oh, baby, where'd you go? I like, wait. Yeah, that thing, that was the, the that was part a, that just, I just hate the way it started out. Yeah, but as it, as it went on, it was like, mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just one of them things. I can honestly say that about, um, Damn, I'm, I'm anyway, I forgot. Yeah, but you know, like I said, so often, yeah. you know, you deal with people or people, you know, come into your life and everything, and you know, you just kind of dismiss them like, eh. eh You're a and bum. Then, and then and then you look up next year, you be like, Well, goddamn, they always look like that. They always had that kind of job. They always Yes. All they needed was a haircut. And a fitted. <laughs> and a beard and a beard <laughs> regardless of what your beard may be some people need it some- <laughs> <laughs> oh you petty as <laughs> just as so- long as it's not a patch I mean look these days hoes is getting lace front beards hello did y'all see that y'all, y'all saw the thing I sent the other day uh-huh. yeah. ooh, let, me, ooh, let me bless y'all with this and the per- the person who sent the meme it was just like so wrong it was like she looking like uh, John Jacob Jingle Hobbs Smith <laughs> <laughs> and I said Whoa, wait 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 his name is my name too <laughs> no her name is his name too <laughs> cause they had a girl had a lace with a beard but child so quiet as a scale these, these these lesbians, they be hmm, mm, mm, all right. Let me hush. Nope. Please hush. Please, please. Moving on. What's popping? Moving on. Aretha Franklin's Grammy tribute. Mm. So, 
let's go over the, let, first let's do the set list okay so jay hood did think she did ain't no way and she did a respect medley well damn she got the whole well she, she was the, the opening she was the opening uh mm. she sound like a bridge over a cat water. <laughs> on a hot tin roof a bridge over trouble water she was squealing <laughs> All that I'm like, oh, oh my god! I just, I just, can't. I can't believe you saying this about her because no, you went up for her. I you like Jay Hood. I you do. Just go up for her. I do. She but can't do no wrong. No, oh. I didn't say that. The biopic is scheduled for next summer too. Is she gonna act? Yes, she is. <laughs> now she's definitely gonna act. Are yes. uh, the vocals we're gonna get in the movie gonna be live versions? Absolutely not. It's gonna be studio, so she should sound pretty good. Mm. Cause you know she gonna act. She gonna bring her she A game. She, she gonna bring yeah. Yeah, she yeah. gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Um. So then Kelly Clarkson did "I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You." And she oh, did that American my favorite Idol. Song. She did American Idol. She was really and, good. She it. Oh, my favorite. One. She was not as good this time around as she was on American Idol. Oh dang! Did she, she lose weight? Part. No, she no, wore black. She wore black. <laughs> when I, when I'm fat shaming, she just you know. When mm-hmm. I when I when I be getting when I was gaining my little weight and still getting my weight, they be telling me I'm fat. So hey, hmm. and what he do? He wear black. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Really? Not all the time. Oh, I don't know them other times. So then Janelle Monae did Rock Steady, which was a very good choice for her because vocally she doesn't have to be there. Mm-hmm. But it's fast, it's upbeat, yeah. and she can kind of so she can turn it up. Yeah, really? and she did. Giselle Monet did a Jan, uh, Janelle Jan, uh, Janelle Monet did a very good job. Now Alicia Keys and SZA. <laughs> wait a minute. What? Hold why? On, why? Wait, why? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So they put them together? Yes. Hold up. Yes. First of all, SZA came out there looking like Aaliyah back in '92. Wait a did minute. Did she have on Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> outfit? She had on some. Air Force Ones look like and um this big oversight. And I'm sorry, didn't she retire? No, she's working on a new album right now. Oh, okay, because wasn't something wrong with her vocal cords. Yeah, they yeah. had strained, but you know, we couldn't well, tell the difference. They're still strained. <laughs> <laughs> they are stretched beyond that, measures. That just, uh, <laughs> it's like, I her, like scissor though. I, mean, I like musically I like, like musically father, I, like I stretch scissor. my hands onto thee. That's what it sounds <laughs> yeah, like. Musically I like her, but you know. Yeah, Ali, um, Ali, you can't put Alicia Keys with somebody who cannot sing better because it, it's gonna make her look bad. So the thing about it is, so what happened is, so here, here's what I did learn or what I came to realize again watching the tribute. What was the song choice for them? Uh, Spirit in the Dark. Scissor came. Alicia started with Spirit in the Dark, and then Scissor came out and sung Daydream, and then they both did You're All I Need to Get By. Scissor changed daydreaming so that it fit her i didn't like it mm-hmm. which further brought to my realization that daydreaming it's one thing aretha franklin is also one of those people that you can't just sing her song if you don't have the vocal ability to sing it and i and i and i'll express that more as we go through the set list or whatever because some people it was like they they can't sing that song they just really can't but but to me I have to differ with that because just like Mary J. Blige, Aretha and Mary J. Blige is to me is like the same because neither one of them really, really can sing to me anyway. Um, of course, Aretha had a better song choice, but anybody could sing a Mary J. Blige song. And I felt like anybody could sing Aretha song as long as you're just a key and just make it your own. Now you go to somebody like maybe Yolanda Adams. Yeah, but then when you try and somebody- rearrange it, it's not the same if you're just changing the key. If you try and rearrange mm-hmm. it, it's not the same. 
Yeah, and I and, and, piece and I, I don't think she, and, like she was, and I don't think everybody could sing Aretha because it also comes with the soul and passion. It like, comes with the soul, the soul the passion. and passion. Like yeah. I think Tamia's an amazing singer, but I didn't like Tamia's version of D- Daydreaming because I she didn't did. have the soul. She didn't have the soul that it that song embodies. So here's but the see, thing. I, I like mm-hmm. So here's the thing. She sounded good, but she it didn't sounds have the soul. really good. She it sounds was a nice good. song, but I wouldn't compare. But you don't have that gritty soul. To yeah, it's almost like. And this is going to sound really horrible. It takes me back to, we, since we was on Beyonce earlier today, we're going to stay in it. <laughs> uh, Dream Girls, you know why I picked you to sing lead? Because your voice has no personality. Except what I put into it. So, I mean, Tamia has a universal sound that she can sing anything. But it doesn't necessarily always have personality well. to emotion. make you say, yeah, yeah emotion to make you say, yeah, to make you say, well, damn, not strange in my that house. Man she just, did that. Yeah. Me, she did that. But like all of her songs, not always, you know, it, to where you just it, like you, you, you feel like you were in that situation with her. You know what? Her songs don't sing. Her songs don't don't sing about pain. Like I don't feel the pain when she sings. But she makes beautiful love songs. She does beautiful love. She does. But everything also have to be about pain. Daydreaming thing of you, but just you know, I'm just thinking about you while you're at work. Just no, but that's out. just that song. But we're talking about Aretha songs in general, whatever. They but anyway, got, they could have got her to sing it. So then mm-hmm. Celine Dion come up and show y'all, hey, I'm here. Yeah, she did a change gonna come. And she did. She did a change gonna come, <laughs> and she really sung, which was expected. When they when Tyler Perry announced her, he was like one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. Standing ovation before she even opened her mouth. Yeah, because she had an effect on people. Mm-hmm. She was the only one that got that type of response before she even opened her mouth. Mm-hmm. And she did that. And then her said, "I sing, uh, I say a little prayer." Good. Her, her is one of the people who, who I feel like now she can pretty much do any and everything. Mm-hmm. She can sing any and everything. Uh, Rob Thomas and Fantasia song. I knew you were waiting for me. <clears throat> yeah, Fantasia kind of outsung her. She <laughs> really <laughs> outsung him. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, but she can't help it. <laughs> yeah. She can't help it. It's you know, her, you that's know. that's just her. You know, when she and hits she, stage, and she's a diehard Aretha. Right. Side note: Since we're talking about Fantasia, so I watched her uncensored, and she said, "I met Aretha Franklin." She said, "And you know, Aretha don't do everybody." So I know that. She don't do right. it. She said, but every time we had a conversation, she said it was very interesting. She said she took these long pauses. She said, and I was like, do I hang up? Because I'm not going to hang up because I want to hang up on the queen. And she said, when she first met her, she said, you're a good singer, but I'm the bitch in this business. Oh, wow. I said, oh. <laughs> but she said, but, and that's what she said. She said, you know, Aretha didn't get along with everybody. She said, but if she liked you, she liked you. She genuinely liked you. She said she invited her to do her Christmas party um, concert and stuff like that. She said, so she liked me and she would pour things into me and everything mm-hmm. like that. She said, but she ain't she Yeah, but they, they said the same thing about Patti LaBelle. Like, Patti LaBelle, everybody swore they were enemies, but it's just, you know, they weren't friends. You know, she ain't had nothing against her, but Patti LaBelle. I think it was mutual respect, <laughs> but they just yeah, might but, not have been friends. Yeah, but Patti LaBelle, it was said that Patti LaBelle, you know, was kind of saying, you know, can you help me in this interview? She said, no, baby. I had to put my time in. I put my work in. Y'all got to learn it too. That's oh, pretty yeah. much how it was. And she oh, just yeah. kind of told her that and maybe Patty took offense to it. But you know. Mm. Oh yeah. Because you know they had the issues <laughs> with, 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 your, with your god mama. The Ross. <sighs> you know. But anyway. Anyway. Um. So then Yolanda Adams and Common did To Be Young and Gifted and Black. Hmm. <sighs> so you know Yolanda can sing. And Common it was like eh, okay. Chloe and Haley, them whole song. 
Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't expect nothing less. They were singing, and they did. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Pat LaBelle did I Dreamed a Dream and Call Me. Pat LaBelle is going to be Pat LaBelle through and through. So And she actually sounded really good. She sung. Yeah. You know, from what I saw. Thank Alicia Cara? Is that how you say her name? Yeah. Alicia Cara. Yeah. Yeah. She her. did until I come um until you come back to me. Um, it was okay. Brandy Carlisle, that white girl was singing. Who is she? She's the country singer? Yeah. She was singing. She did uh Do Right Woman, Do Right Man. She was singing. Mm. Andrew Day. That's one of my favorites. <clears throat> Andrew Day. Um, I was very upset because Andrew Day cha- started out with Chain. She did Chain of Fools and she did Freeway of Love medley. My issue was is that they slowed the song down so much you couldn't get into it like the album version. It's mm. like why is it so damn slow? And you could see the crowd trying to get with the beat, but it was so. Much slower than it's more chain chain chain. No, I'm talking about the um, oh the other one. Yeah, the other one. Uh, yeah, uh, they really um, should have just let Fantasia open up with that. Freeway of Love. Yeah, for Freeway and like Chain Chain, they should let Fantasia just open up. Jennifer, mm-hmm. she, she shouldn't do that. Yeah, she's but, you know. And yeah, then me. you know, on to the gospel heavyweights. Yolanda Adams, Shirley Caesar, and BB Winans did Never Grow Old, Mary Don't You Weep, and What a Friend We Have in Jesus. Um, yeah. They were singing. Yeah, I don't you expect know. anything less from Auntie uh, Grandma Shirley. Yeah, she she um, she she gonna she gonna do what she do. Um, and then you know how I got over Medley. You know that was that was good. Um, they still nobody has been able to give it to me like Mary Mary did when they did how I got over. Mm-hmm. When they did it at um celebration of gospel. No, um. Was it NAACP or even the stars? It was something like that. It was a tribute to um to Aretha then. And they did it. Hmm. Might have been the evening the stars. Though. Right. That's when she had on the big fur and she sitting in that love seat by herself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. John Legend did Bridge Over Troubled Water. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's one of them. He's he's just like Alicia Keys and me. He's a hit and miss. People like him. Everybody like him. He, you know, he crossed over and everything, but Talented. it's just yeah, very talented. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you got a cute family, nice looking guy, but it's just he he just hit and miss for me. I mean, I remember that time he did that concert and he was so hoarse and it was so horrible. But for some reason, he just really ministered to me. <laughs> he ended with uh, most um, baby was so high and he was just they was like heaven, don't you want to go? I was like, oh. <laughs> but he was so hoarse. But I mean, yeah. he he got he got a way of of doing some stuff. So you know, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I mean, overall, um, I think they had good singers or um or whatever. But as the overall tribute, I felt it. I felt it could have been better. Yeah. I don't How think long was it? It's an hour and a half. Okay, roughly. I'm looking at the rest of it today. Uh, but from the clips I saw, I think it was already after the Grammys. So I think people who actually did stuff at the Grammys, they probably just did a, a extra little extended show today because you know it was taped on Grammys night. Mm-hmm. So everybody who participated then probably did it. So they probably didn't put a whole lot of thought in it. They probably just said, well, everybody who already going to be at the Grammys, they'll participate in that. Because uh, we normally see that a lot on certain shows. Um, I think that they should have gotten people who actually could execute the songs very, very well and still be able to transition very, very well. Because they could have did like a couple of medleys, but just have a couple of people saying like Kelly Price could have been there. Like I don't understand um, why she wasn't there. <clears> you know, like, people- honestly, like I don't understand why you didn't have like 
other legends. I mean, I know that yeah. I know the Grammys. They pick people who they feel like are and hot even the lady today who, who who wrote um you make me feel natural woman the original. They should have had her out there playing. Yeah, even you know she whatever. Don't, don't sing, but, but yeah. No, um, she's not gonna say no. I mean, because like Kelly Price, Gladys Knight should have been there. You already had Patty. Uh, Anita Baker could have been there. Uh, you could have had a Tony Braxton, a Tamar. You right. could have had. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, hell, bring Deborah fucking Cox. Yeah, people who you can know, bring really some sing. people who yeah. can really, really sing. Jill Scott. Why was Jill Scott not there? Yeah, why was she not there? You know Let's see. Let's see. Why would they? So I'm just like, much as I hate to hear her saying, but she can do a tribute. Yeah, because <laughs> when she did that Black Girls Rock, she did really well. She was really, really. Maybe she did waiting really, on really BET. Good. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It shouldn't always have to be BET, which I wish we get. We know, which we know, know BET gonna bring out the old people. Yeah, and you know, and then people. a lot of I think a lot of, especially not. I mean, African American artists, even though it's it, this uh, music today, uh, the the climate that music is in right now, a lot of African Americans, you know, stuff like the Grammys and stuff, they're really not into it. They're right? really trying to get, and I think they're really trying to save it for BET now because well, the climate that it. we're the climate that we're in but right see, now. Here's the problem with mm-hmm. that. The problem mm-hmm. is that when you try and save things for mm-hmm. BET, it appears that you don't put as much effort into it. So BET has, has to, right, mm-hmm. to do something, which right. gives them another reason as to why. We people feel that you know y'all don't put as much into our culture as you would someone else's, right? So that so BT now has to step it up, and then you know BT has to go above and beyond mm-hmm. to make it better because they felt like y'all dropped the ball. And the thing mm-hmm. is, but uh, but uh, and that 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 actually has been in the past, but I think now so more so people don't care about the Grammys including our culture anymore you know that's a lot of black artists are speaking out against that oh now. yeah because they ain't winning they like well, yeah. you know <laughs> they just don't want to especially after what Drake said ain't, no, ain't nobody right. gonna win and my, my only thing is to see it and we finna get on you know people and they causes it's like if you win it, you ain't got shit to say. Exactly Right. but the time that you get nominated for 26 awards and don't win none of them then you like oh well you know mm-hmm. this and this and this and this but if you was winning you wouldn't have shit to say and at the end of the right. day, you have to. Um, it's uh, it's about Aretha, right? It really is. So it's about Aretha. Got at the end of the day, sang her song. She got the catalog. It's and go take your ass home, right? Because <laughs> I did. <laughs> I hit power and turned it off. <sighs> so since we're talking about you know people doing their due diligence and, and going above and beyond, R. Kelly decided to go above and beyond <laughs> and speak out. <laughs> and he bought his coat with him. And tell y'all. This my life, man. I gave y'all third, and you know it, it was very, it was, it was very, very believable. It really was. Oh, shit, nah. And I was just like, I you know believe, what? That I was real that good. Shit. It was. I that believe was, that shit. To me, it was, it was real good. It was. I, I thought that he, I know too many lies. He really, he really, really rehearsed it very well. <laughs> you, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, of course we knew it was lies, but I'm saying he rehearsed it very, very. He well. He rehearsed it very well. You know, and made the public kind of see if somebody was kind of just really naive, they probably could have believed him. So you know, he just didn't do that i just don't see that he would do that and um I, you know or whatever beyonce reference the writing's on the wall yeah the handwriting on the wall but everybody don't see it and, and it's in crayon because they underage and of course um, a lot of people don't third, see it because they, they a paid third for him tape to get out of jail came we'll out today. a third tape has been reported today mm-hmm. hold up that third tape because the man who said he found it, he said he found it in his house he lied he had and it, he, he said that he don't know how he got it 
watched it last week. He was waiting when all the money ran out to get paid. He watched it last week. He said, like, I don't know how I got it. I he think was a using friend grape left jelly it. for Lou with his nasty ass. Right. Yes. He tried to cover his ass. Right. <laughs> that's, that's child pornography. You in possession exactly. of. Exactly. So you're like, I don't know how I got here. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, Gail yeah. did amazing first of yeah, all. Yeah, that was that was one mother <laughs> that was, did not flinch, and she was just like, "Okay, girl, Robert, Robert, <laughs> Robert." Quiet on the set, Robert. Robert, Robert, and he knew better too, because she was looking like, "I wish this nigga would put his hands." But on you know me. what? But and here's the thing. So when she w- she had an interview after that interview took place, and they were like, "Oh my god, were you nervous?" She said, "No, I wasn't nervous." She said, "Not for one, not once did I think." He was going to hit me. She said, if he did hit me, I knew it would have been on accident because, you know, he was throwing his arms and he was emotional at the time or whatever. She said, but I never felt threatened. I never felt in danger or anything like that. Like, don't try and create that. <laughs> right. And I was so glad she was like, no, let's not even try and get that started or right. that rumor or that notion started that, oh, you know, Gail was, um, she felt threatened or whatever like that. But I don't, what I don't understand is, and we're going to talk, and I, I just want to bring up, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Godmother O in this. <laughs> so Gail sits down mm-hmm. with R. Kelly, mm-hmm. and then Godmother O sits down with the uh, with the accusers. accusers. What's the intent? What is the purpose? What 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 now, what is the purpose? I go ahead. Nick, because this this is what was so surprising last week because Gail was getting so much. So many accolades, so much um, praise. Sure. Oprah was being the black Drug. community was dragging Oprah last week. They even had a hashtag on Twitter, Oprah So White. <laughs> so and the, and the thing about it is, is that <laughs> the sad part about it is that, you know, I was watching. Uh, I had heard an excerpt from um, Monique and Sydney podcast <laughs> and um one of the callers, one of the people who they were talking to was like, you know what, Mo, you, you've been said it about Oprah and everything like that she said, but the sad part about it is that nobody's going to receive it because it's coming from you. Right. And she's, like, and she's like, you know what? You're right, and I accept that. She said, but because remember, Monique, original, well, main issue with Oprah is when she interviewed her sister. Right. And she was like, Why, how could you do that? You know what I mean? In our relationship and everything, and she mm-hmm. did it anyway. So it goes back to, okay, you, you was through and through a Jackson member. Right. You've been to this man's home. This man. Oh, and has interviewed him and agree with him about with how him. people take sides without interviewing all of the parties involved right. and seeking the truth. But they jump on the bandwagon because the, the slander, it tastes better. Right, you know what I mean. That and she was that, like, that "Yeah, contradicts everything right. that she did, and that's why it she, does." To me, she just she on my shit list. You know, we ended that a long time, but she's on my shit list. And I was yeah. actually talk about it. There. I mean, it's, it's it's just like everything everything that you have done in the past, and my thing, knowing that you, the following that you have, they they basically believe that everything that comes out of your mouth is the gospel. So it's like for you to get on that type of platform and just tarnish this man's legacy or whatever after he has been acquitted. From on all charges, but the thing about it is, is thing, that <clears throat> what I it goes to me it goes back to intent. Okay, you is a whole retirement. You in whole retirement. You don't yeah. have to do anything. You don't you have to I mean? prove yourself. You don't, have, at you don't all. have to prove anything. 
you have your own network. You got out. You came out of retirement <laughs> to sit down with two bitches that you talked to years ago. Years ago. And they told you that they lied. Their parents told them to do it. He never did anything. And now that he's not here to defend himself and has been gone for what? A decade? Yeah. It's been now. You want to sit down with these people again? And I get it because somebody else had date somebody else. Um, it might it was Jazzy. Me and Jazzy was talking about it. And she was saying that, well, you know, Oprah is has been a victim of sexual assault. So she she um always is there for the victims. And that goes back to kind of what you said. You know, you feel like, you know, a victim. Yeah, you know, right. you don't you don't shame victims. Okay, well, if, if that but be they the already case, said they lied. If right. That, if that so be they, the case, so did why they lie you didn't did they, are they lying now? Why and, you didn't get on the uh, R. Kelly thing when they did was doing the lifetime stuff, why you weren't interviewing this stuff then? And this is my whole issue. Why you why you gotta bring up the Michael Jackson stuff? Yeah, and my whole issue is not that even if you're bringing it up, it's the as a professional journalist, Thank the one sidedness of it. You just interviewed these two boys you didn't get the family side you just right it's one-sided that's yeah, not a journalist yeah, because and Oprah, feel, you've been in this game too long to do a one-sided way. interview i feel the same way just like i said with the mm-hmm. r kelly people mm-hmm. i blame the parents right my thing the, the parents they play a major part mm-hmm. in this because them kids can't get to them places and stuff by themselves without mm-hmm. certain consent and things of that sort they play a major part in it so if you're going if you're going to sit down and talk with them i feel like you should talk to the mama you should talk to daddy talk to everybody that's involved Get his team involved. See what they have to say. They want to go to Neverland and play with Bubbles. <laughs> so they yeah, did. but e- even his whole team, like his his security guard, talk to everybody because you got the power to do it. You Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. So that that would have stood set well with me. So and here's my thing again. What is the intent? What is the purpose? I mean, it may just to me. I think it may be just to get her some exposure or just to possibly put things out that we never would know about because he's no longer here. Why? I mean, is it because just because the same thing with R. Kelly? Well, <laughs> well, me. no. The difference with R. Kelly, R. Kelly he's, still he's still walking still around, yeah, he's, and he's still he's doing still, shit, and he's still, he's still doing, doing stuff. I mean, <laughs> but I, I felt like I don't want to go down. I well, I felt like in a sense that it had been bypassed for so many years mm-hmm. that they might as well just let the shit go. You know what I'm saying? I, I I just that's just how I felt. You know, when it came to the R. Kelly thing, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's been like, because this is what I say, like you know, if it's you know the people who spoke out, but if it's still going on, and that was, I think and I that's think the that issue. The thing, because I think they that's were like, the they issue. already know that they're beyond the statute of limitations. They know that, but what they're trying to do is to save new girls and future girls because you know they're still going to um, malls and and, and McDonald's and McDonald's. stuff. You know, and 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 praying on the weak. Did Gail ask him that people. question? Because that's what I wanted. To, I did. You know, I, I did. I probably missed that part. But I wanted to, I wanted her to ask him why, if you feel like you're saying that you wouldn't do the same thing over and or you wouldn't get caught up like that. Why did you go to that same McDonald's after you left prison? Because he wanted a McDouble <laughs> <laughs> and some nuggets with some honey mustard dipping sauce. And I think what got me is he asked. And you know he lured the girls with a McFlurry because they he, maybe they were the only ice cream machine that was asked, working. When she asked him, this <laughs> I knew he really he really need some help. She asked him. She said, "If it was your daughter and this was your, your daughter was in this type of situation, she said, oh, oh no, my my daughter was such and such, it'll be coming out.'" I was just like, "Yeah, he's a real actor. He's a real actor." Basically, he was saying, "Yeah, they're, they're going to come out. I'm going to actually have to go to jail that day." When she asked him, she basically, "So what? How would you feel if your daughter would be locked up with some man or what?" First off, house? let me tell you something. If it was me. Data came running out butt booty ass naked and house coats and flip flops because I'd have burnt the bitch down. You're going to get up out of there 
one way or another. One way or another, you're going to get your motherfucking ass out of this building. <laughs> okay, we're going to set it ablaze. We're going to smoke. Y'all got to get out of here. Because there's no way you're going to lock my child that I birthed into this world in that building and I can't get to them. And I keep calling the police trying to go about it the right way. But you got connections. Oh, no, hell no, nah, bitch. I'm going to burn the shit down. Okay. So, and you see that they interviewed the other two, the two young, his girlfriends. So that, <laughs> that was funny. It was. It was very funny. Was. Was, so Gail, Gail was like, so are you both in relationship with him? She said, yes, we are. And we're not, we're no different than anybody else. And the girl's like, so are you guys having sexual relationships? She said, I don't have to answer that. She said, that's none of your business. She said, but she answered it. She had no choice <laughs> because Gail basically said, uh, it's very different because you know, that's because of the situation is very different. It's it's topic for conversation. And I think one of the things Gail's unbotheredness yeah. in her demeanor was everything, but he did tell him what she did come out today and said that, um, his team and he did say no Aaliyah questions. That was off limits. She could not ask him anything about Aaliyah. I think it was a lot of things mm-hmm. that was off limits because mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted mm-hmm. to know about 20 years ago, you know, that he actually taught. I mean, and I you know, think, he wasn't supposed to be there when the girls were there and he was there. Yeah, He was there. That's he what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. like when I, when I was talking about oh, yeah. the whole lifetime thing, I remember we talked about it in the past. I wanted it to be on something like stars or Showtime or HBO so that we can get all the juicy details because CBS is certain things that w- that he couldn't say. I wanted to hear what he had to say about pissing on a girl and things like that. So how it came about. I don't I think want, they're going to. Ask they're going to ask that that. And he's going to tell them. The, the, the right person, give them. The, no. pers- the right person will. If he's in the right partial, I think that, that he will. I think no. Oprah had did it maybe like an HBO special, what have you. She said, well, what what do you say about the the whole um, when they say that you peed on a girl or what have you? I think that he would say that it's all false accusations. This is what happened. He may actually open up and say whatever. At the time, she was 19 years old. I mean. I think I think that he would say some things like that. It may be a lie, but at least he'll he'll confess some certain things. But see, here's the thing: no, and I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can. No real journalist is going to ask those type of questions. Who will ask those type of questions would be the Breakfast Club, right? No real journalist is going to ask questions like, "Well, why did you pee on her? What is what is your fascination with pissing on people?" Nobody's going to ask those type of questions because they're not going to say piss, but they they possibly can. urinate. It doesn't matter. Why would you discharge on somebody? You well, know, they're they're going they're going to read it and they, they'll ask it, and he he can say something about it. You know, I I don't think anybody because what they want to know is what's your mental state. What is your intent? Why are you doing this? Do you feel like it's anything that's wrong? They're trying to understand his 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 mindset and his intentions and why he does things. And does he feel remorseful about the things that he's done? That's all the journalists, true journalists, in my opinion, is going to ask him because that's what they feel is 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 entertaining, number one. And that's informative because they're trying to understand the monster, quote unquote. Wendy Williams and the Breakfast Club gonna want to know the slutty, you know, nitty gritty details of mm-hmm. how sick you are, because that is going mm-hmm. to grab a different demographic attention right. Right. for and entertainment that's, purposes. And that's what I really want to want to. I want to hear that part. I yeah. want to see and hear that part. What do you have to say to justify? Okay, is this was this really going on? Was it kind of like a cult, or did you feel like you just wanted to be sexually He's, expressive? Because I mean, now now it's out that he's with two girls at the same time. Yeah, right. but see, so, his, but here's another thing: accusations have come out that he's been with men. Ain't nobody asked that question, and they're not going to. 
and yeah. he's very calculated in his interviews. R. Kelly has he, how many times has he really spoken on this subject? Now, the last I, time was probably with Torrey back in. Now, is he calculated? I don't think he's calculated because he comes across very dumb in interviews. His That's team is he, calculated. Now, his team, his team, they, they prepped him very well. Yes, his but t- it's because I'm like, did you really just say that? Like some stuff, like they ask you questions. I'm like, why would you say that? Because now you don't put yourself in a hole. Yeah. And once it's out there, it's out there. It's not like you take it back. You're like, oh, well, I misspoke on all these questions. <laughs> but no, I think he is calculated too, because even in the documentary, like they said, you know, even during that trial, when the first trial that he had, mm-hmm. they said the thing was, R. Kelly knew, well, let me go ahead and do this Chocolate Factory album. That'll get people's attention off of here. Let me put this out here. So people still fall in love with me and be like, oh, he didn't do well, it. Well, he's he a music genius. Yeah, yeah, but he can't sit up and read no damn teleprompter. He can barely read. Well, yeah, now that's a whole, yeah, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but know. I think, you know, intention. Oh, you know, yeah. I think like he, he knows yeah, his he intention. Knew, yeah, like, okay, yeah we're going to step in the name of love and we're right. going, you know. But even now, I don't even think it's calculated now because, I mean, they when that when that Lifetime thing came out, it wasn't a way of coming back from it. Yeah, I don't think he could have wrote mm-hmm. any hit. They're taking about his attention off of that because people still was talking. Well, about he it. had a hit since um, "I'm a Flirt," so absolutely. <laughs> so he couldn't write no give up. I'm a flirt. Hit. Was that after Space Jam? Yeah, after "I'm a Flirt" was what 2007. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's right. Because mm-hmm. I'm still TV oh, same girl with Usher. That was probably last, and that's because of Usher. <laughs> I like the uh, went from sleeping in Versace shirts. Y'all remember that? No, no, that came out 2013. <laughs> yeah, see, see, yeah, see. I told you, TP two and previous, I'm good for everything after that. Not so much. So Jesse has been indicted with 16 counts. I'm gonna say this: they make it trying to make an example out of his ass with that. that 16, is 16 <laughs> counts. That's a shit ton of. That's a bit excessive. That now. is. I'm sorry. It's like, bitch, the, the lawyer picked up the, the, the law book and said, okay, this applies, this applies. Check all that apply. I mean, I went to Subway at 2 a.m. That's against the law. Yeah. Check. Yeah. I mean, but it, it just kind of is. I laid on is. my back facing the opposite way of the camera. That's the law. That's against the law. Check. Like, bitch. Yeah, Scope they, 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 coming down. they coming down because it's like you, you didn't have the right team in place to cover stuff up. You should have got with Arkella people like they did 20 years ago. And then you wouldn't have had to worry about that. Oh, or maybe you should just be with R. Kelly, huh? Maybe should just got with R. Kelly. It was in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Who said it wasn't exactly at that studio. Could have oh, should have went to the dungeon. Trump Towers. Yeah, mm-hmm. Trump that. That's where he stayed. And then he would have said R. Kelly, uh, people uh, try to rob me, and R. Kelly was like, you know, I'm not a man who try to rob people. Now that they gotta do it like, you know <laughs> I gave y'all twenty years, twenty years of the sex dungeon. <laughs> I, I just can't. I cannot. Somebody told me they had a sex saying. tape of R. Kelly, and then he sent his goons out here to just jump me in. Yeah, you could. <laughs> See, uh, he uh, didn't uh, pay uh, us. Uh, uh, what's uh, up? No, she's uh, out. Here we go. What's uh, up, bro? No, no you indicted now. Oh, well. uh, uh, we got our Chris Jenner thing going on. We storyboarding for you over here. Okay. We was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? You know, I, Lee Daniels don't left your ass hanging to dry in public. Don't believe that happened behind closed doors. Why he flirting with that nineteen year old? Hello. We see what's going on. We just don't say nothing. I, I, all I can say is Jesse. It's oh, that's not like Mary J. Blige. Oh, it 16. is all that I can say. <laughs> Sixteen. Do, 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 do. I mean, he 
he if he has the right team in place, which I don't, I don't think he does. I don't uh, either. He, he may get reduced, maybe like a year. So here's what's funny. Oh, uh, instead of the, the maybe six, if it comes uh, out because now the FBI is 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 mm-hmm. engaged. If it comes out that Chicago PD did not do their due diligence, that's what his team's going to have to. That is hit. A, that is going to be where they're going to have to hit them where it hurts mm-hmm. because they're going to have to basically discredit the city of Chicago, which yeah. they already have been discredited. That's the biggest thing is right. Chicago, so, P- Chicago PD is horrible, horrible, horrible. That's what they have a bad reputation. And I'm trying to understand how is all of these intimate details surrounding the case being quote unquote leaked. Mm. Oh, they got inside people. I mean, we they talked about that on um the uh, I get a documentary. <laughs> no, but I know that. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> but I'm saying, but you're leaking these things, and then it's coming out that that's not technically true. Like mm. y'all are adding stuff and fabricating stuff. So that's what I'm saying. I just I really want to just go to the trial. I want to sit in the courtroom and just hit nah, everything I don't do that. because it's like everything changes every time we turn around. Something is changing. Something is changing. You know, but you know the thing about it. You learn how to lie. You know, that's why you lie, lie all you. You get your lie straight. Same tell the same lie all that's, the time. Don't tell self-lies. That's because you got perjury. to. You got to. Um. That's yeah. I mean, perjury. but my thing is, you and already lied, but you get you time for that too. Yeah, you get time for perjury. Maybe that's one. Maybe that's one of the. Um. I think it probably is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one of the, yeah, I mean, the charges. Of course, I mean, because it, it was a lie. But I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> you, you know, get with the right person and not lie. You know, I was light skinned in Chicago after midnight. Up. That's against the law. Call me, bro. I get you out. Damn. Oh, I got a good team. Mm. When not having ties to a situation allow you to see things clearly that's not distorted. We call that love versus logic. So, what was I thinking? You miss me when I'm gone. (laughs) So, decisions. Can you always fix a decision? No. Because to me, once it's done, it's done. No, I think you can fix it. You can fix the repercussions. What what actually happened? Not the repercussions, but you know, the act, the reactions to that action, to that decision. But you can't face the decision. You know, if you say, "I'm going to uh, buy a house," you know, mm-hmm. and you sign a contract, that house is tied to you. Yeah, you know, so you can't really fix that. You can. <laughs> you can. I mean, you can burn it to the ground. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> so we know he's also trying to get sixteen indictments. <laughs> Hello, Lance Two Point L. Or you one can, or eight. you can close and then put a for sale sign on it and sell it to somebody else. I'm just saying, like, let's yeah. not it's go just to like, burn it down. Like, I'm just saying, like, just with cars, you know, I know people who. Don't tell all our secrets. That ain't none of my damn secret. Uh, I likes freedom. I likes freedom. You can fix, yeah, you can fix it. But still, I mean, and, and you are right. You can do that, but still, it still is attached to you. So when it comes to making decisions, so can you fix a decision? I don't think you fix a decision. I think you adjust based on decisions. So every decision, there's an outcome or a consequence or aftermath. And I think you don't necessarily fix it, but you adjust like, okay, if it wasn't favorable, Mm -hmm. what do I do now to get it as close to favorable as an outcome as I possibly can? Mm -hmm. So if I spent the money, the rent money, that was a decision that I made. Okay, so now I ain't got no rent money. So now what do I do to come up with my rent money? Yeah. It's not necessarily fixing it because you know it's 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 it's, yeah, it's, it's the, done. Yeah. yeah. After the act, after the action. Okay. Well, now now it's okay. And that's, it's, that's yeah. a reaction to what you did. Right. So Every you can adjust that, but you can't you can't change the decision. I mean, because you already did. Now, you, of course, you can change it before you do it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, should I spend this? Should I don't? Yeah, but after the decision is made, you can't change it. Because so often we make mm-hmm. decisions and it's like, oh, uh, what's the decision I made? I can fix it. But all decisions you make, you can't fix. So that's why I said, you know, right. what was I thinking? So have you ever made a decision you felt like, damn, I saw the signs, but move forward anyway in regards to work? In regards to work? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I think everyone is guilty of that at some point because you feel like it worked for other people mm-hmm. so that you can get away with it. Um, so you make certain decisions and say, oh, well, I'll just do this because it worked for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you don't know that person may have something about them. Um, true story. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an individual who actually sat next to me mm-hmm. and they basically kind of did just the minimum, the bare minimum or whatever mm-hmm. of the work. And they didn't go the extra mile and all type of stuff like that. But the thing about it, that person was cool with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um meaning that they had friends, you know, they would go and be sociable with the managers and things of that sort. Mm-hmm. Um, they would probably like be a leader for like them, the African-American resource group or something of that sort. So they didn't do anything work-wise, but they did other things to kind of supplement whatever. Well, mm-hmm. of course, well, I tried it, but it didn't really work for me because I was more of an introvert at work for mm-hmm. my own personal reasons, but like at least certain people. Mm-hmm. I was an introvert, so I didn't get the person they got because they was more of an extrovert. They did other things. Mm-hmm. And so I did the minimum stuff and it just didn't work in my favor. And I think a lot of times we look at other people and based mm-hmm. on our situations, but you know, your situation is not theirs. You can have twins and they make certain decisions, but one may succeed and one may fail. Mm-hmm. And they, but they the same, they feel like they're the same person, which mm-hmm. they're they not. Um, and they feel like they made the, the best decision based on what somebody else did. And mm-hmm. no, it's not the case. Um, yeah. So, uh, what was your determining factor for feeling like you could do it because they did it? Um, because I, I felt like, that I, in in a sense, that I had a way with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do have a way with people, but only with certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not that type of salesperson that just go and just <laughs> speak, yeah, know, speak, to, the, speak to the masses and stuff like that. But some people, they have a way with... They have a gift of gab. Yeah. Aloysius was that person. He had a way, way with some everybody. And I have a way with certain people, but not with everybody. Mm-hmm. So when it came to the managers and stuff like that, I'm not a kiss, I'm not a bower. <laughs> I, kiss I her at a bowel. Yeah, I don't. I don't kiss nobody ass now about nobody <laughs> but God. And with me having with me having that attitude, I think it stopped me from getting a lot of different things mm-hmm. in, in the future because you know that pride factor. It's mm-hmm. like, well, no, nah, I ain't got to kiss up as I. I rather do my own work. Be blah blah. But really, mm-hmm. you need other people in your corner. You need to kind of get out and branch out and do certain things. Mm-hmm. So the determining factor for, for me was I just thought that I had a way with people, but I didn't mm-hmm. have a way with them type of people that they had. Right. Um. And, and you know, sometimes you, you know, that you can gag yourself for that. Be like, oh, you thought it was going to work for you? No, nah, baby, it don't work like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you know, you got all the stuff, mm-hmm. but you, you may not have that it factor when it comes yeah. to that area. Lance, what about you? Yes. And I think um, the main, de- I, I would say like one decision that I've always made with work is I, I, I consider myself more of an independent worker. Mm-hmm. I don't work well. You know, I don't like to work in teams or groups i like to just have the individual contributor that's me just and you know i went on a project that i worked one time you know i decided you know you're gonna do something different i'm no no, my decision (laughs) was i was just gonna my decision was i'm just gonna do this myself i'm not going to you now the signs were you might want to get a little help on this Mm -hmm. no no I, I can handle this. I, I, I don't need nobody. Nice that you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't need nobody to come. Well, you start drowning. 
<laughs> and head the water up to your neck. You be like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I still get up, I'm good. Then it get up to your chin. I'm good, I'm good. Next thing I would say, you know, <laughs> yep. and then it's like your manager comes to you. Why didn't you ask for help? Mm-hmm. And it's like you learn from the, yeah, yeah. You just think you can do it yourself. And it's like sometimes it, I think the determining factor for me is just learning that I can't do everything for myself. Mm-hmm. Every, everything myself. It's okay to ask for help in those situations, mm-hmm. especially at work. You know. There are other people who may know a little bit more mm-hmm. than you right. do. You don't have. You can't be afraid to go and ask those questions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> as far as work with me, it's something that I learned early on when I got into corporate America. Um, my bad decision or decision that I made that I was like, oh well, shit, I could have did that differently was thought that I didn't have to politic mm, yeah. to progress. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I had to fit a certain mold to progress but uh you know i did well you know i'm like okay i'm smart you know i know how to carry myself you know i know how to speak well um you know 18 19 years old breaking into corporate america you know going into a call center environment like oh okay you know it is what it is Mm. and then seeing that oh you have to politic yeah so you have to do things you have to play play the game and move and maneuver accordingly in you order to... You may have to take that lunch. <laughs> yeah, you know, you may have to take the lunch or you may have to help somebody else out. Don't just be the best at doing your job, but right. actually show that you can do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and take criticism and Ooh, not yes. take it to heart. You know, Ooh, take right. take it as constructive criticism. Ooh. So those were things that I had to learn, but I felt like I didn't need to do... You know, I'm like, like you said, Madula, I didn't feel like I had to um, kiss and bow. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, I'm smart. <laughs> and I know what the fuck I'm doing, so mm-hmm. I don't need you to come around and say, "Oh, well, I can help you out." Or, "Oh, maybe you shouldn't wear it. Maybe you shouldn't wear that. Or maybe you shouldn't yeah. hang around this person." I'm like, so now I'm not gonna get opportunities because of who I go to lunch with. That's bullshit, you know. But right. learning, okay, you know, yeah, it, you it might takes not. That you, for yeah, some it, people, it, right. it takes that. So the determining factor for me was as I sat back and watched how the first few opportunities I missed because of perception. That was the biggest lesson I had to learn. It mm-hmm. wasn't the fact that I wasn't as good as I said I am, uh, as good mm-hmm. as I knew I was. Right. It's the perception of everybody that I sh- show or exemplify that I had the aptitude, the personality, and right. uh, the skill set to do the things that I wanted to do. Right. So I had to learn how to play the game and you know mm-hmm. put on the face and smile and everything and you know and network and that was something that I had to learn because I didn't feel like I needed to do that. Right. And one thing I learned the hard way too is that you know you can have all the skills. But baby, if don't nobody want to work with you, if don't nobody like you, <laughs> you if nobody uh, speaks, speaks, to speaks to you, yeah, and you, you, you ain't getting nowhere. Because that is that is your resume you know, come across their desk, and yeah, because yeah. oh, you I know, know you, people, yeah, you know you people look, take at, a look at it. people look at sixty resumes, you know, for a position. And the mm-hmm. first thing they do is pick up phones and say, "Hey, do you know this person?" So if if if, if nobody speaks well of you, right. That 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 will hinder you, which is why you have to play the game. You have to politic and make sure that you have these relationships with people because they'll oh, hire a bitch who don't know nothing. Like you said, right. but who's resourceful. At the end of the day, all you have is your name. That's it. That's the main. That's thing. it. And it's just like credit. <laughs> you can fuck it up in one good sweep, and it'll take you years to rebuild it. Yep. Years. Jesus. Like credit. Mm-hmm. You might have to sleep with somebody to rebuild it. Then. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> Am I doing that? Oh, if I knew, then. <laughs> what I know now. 
I would have been sleeping somewhere everybody. Uh, okay, okay. Not somewhere everybody. I'm just yeah, saying. Yes. The like family it. that prays. Yes. <laughs> I'm like you. Come on, let's I, screw. Let's screw. Let's screw. If I'm it was like going to push me to the top, hey, because a lot you of get people. A piece. I you get a piece. I ain't have that politic and problem because when I walked in the door, I said, who I got to sleep with to get to the top here? So that's how you got where you Don't do that. It don't matter Cause hey It's always good to have a friend That's up there Cause you may not take it For the team But you got one that will <laughs> You keep that one close Absolutely So we're gonna switch Transition from work To relationships Have you ma- Have you ever made a decision That you felt Damn I saw the signs But I moved forward anyway In regards to a relationship Damn. Why And what was the return- Determining Damn. factors I'm not going first Ooh, Do I have <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> You know, pebble before the break <laughs> Speed bump before the hole Somebody tell you I've never I'm trying to choose my words carefully here <laughs> I'm trying to choose my I'm words just, I'm just, I'm just Carefully here But you know They tell you um, I don't know if I want a relationship or I, I want a relationship, but I don't know. But you still pre- proceed to say, "Well, I'm gonna give it a try. I'm just gonna give it a try. I know you don't know what you want, but I'm gonna help you figure it out. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna help you figure it out. And then you wonder why, bitch? Why am I the one that's hurt? Exactly. And then you the one end up hurt because you didn't, you didn't, li- you didn't saw take those signs. signs. You saw those signs, and you did. You still proceeded to go forward with it, and just like. With the possibility of being hurt. So what? So end. so what was the reason why you you progressed anyway? Because this was probably like okay, me and the person had probably been together like a year. Oh. Everything was going. Everything was going great, and then it's been a year. When it's <laughs> spring and fall, <laughs> and I guess maybe you know that first year you're all into that that love honeymoon phase, the honeymoon the phase, or whatever, is. and then it comes out that you know. I'm not sure if this is this is what I want, but I want you. But I'm not sure if this is this situation oh, as a whole sure. is not. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Fix it. And you're right, and you're just like okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, and at first, you know, I'm put it this way. At first, I did say, okay, well, let's just go with the flow. No, no. At first, I was just like, let's go our separate ways right now. Oh, okay. But. That same night they call and say, I don't want that. Oh. And then you're just like, okay, let's let's just go continue to move forward. So what but it, you know a person can't make that kind of decision in two hours. They can. No. No. And, and, and I'm gonna You are right. You I are say right. make the decision. I didn't say mean it. I say they can make the decision in two hours. That don't mean they mean it. Because what happens is that then they begin to look at like, oh, I'm going to lose them and I already know what caliber of person they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and you do inventory of what's out here. Niggas ain't mm-hmm. shit. Right. Uh, and then it's like, okay, well let me give them what they want or act like it temporarily right. to, to buy me more time to get them right. off my back because nobody likes um, ultimatums. So yeah, it's easy to make a decision in two mm-hmm. hours. Now do you mean it? And we just had the conversation and you had, no, you might not have. And then you, you know, wanna, and then you're back, you. and then you're back at that same point. Come on, back two years, right? Yeah, two years late, two years later, and you're just, and now you're upset because, and it's like you don't waste the two years, and you wanna, 
blame the other person, but you also have to take responsibility on your end as well. Because you let it get too far. Right. Yeah. You know, especially when, when, you when, saw, when you saw and, the signs. Yeah. And right. then when you're that hurt, but when you're just that hurt, it's so easy to just take everything out on that person. On that person. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. And then you have to step back after all that, all the smoke is cleared. Just step on. <laughs> <laughs> then you're just like, yeah, that was my fuck up. Right. Now I'm still going to be mad at you. I'm still mad. Yeah, I'm still yeah. going to be mad. Because but I, I gave... learned my lesson. <laughs> you better say that because everybody don't learn their lesson. <laughs> um, have you ever made a decision you felt, damn, I saw the signs, but I moved forward anyway uh, in dating? Yes. Um, the determining factor was because I felt like I put so much time into the dating process and trying to woo that person over mm-hmm. that you just ignore all the other stuff because everything is going good right then. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I learned learned a long time ago in my early uh, wise years is that it's two things that you never could get back. Well, three things you never can get back. Your virginity, time, and sometimes money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those things can be wasted and you cannot return. You cannot get it back. You can get jewelry back and get another house and a car and type of stuff, but you know, certain money and stuff, a lot of times you don't, we don't really see that money again once mm-hmm. it's gone, especially when it's been wasted. And, you know, when you've invested so much time, you just feel like, okay, well, I got to do this now because that that's this all this time I've wasted. And then, like you said, we do inventory. Ain't nothing else out there. You know, what am I going to do? I got to make this work because I'll make it work with the next person. Mm-hmm. So when I have this little bit of happiness, I need to try to make this happiness work because it may not come again. And you mm-hmm. feel like it's not going to come again. So Let you have my mind just just wanders. <laughs> you know, so when I just when I got my little bit of happiness, I went to uh, Medea fan reunion. She was like, "When I got when my I, little happiness, and I want to go let you snatch it back from, from me. me. It's time for you to take care of me. <laughs> it is time for you to take care of me. You hear me? <laughs> now that was a good movie. The first two was good. Everything else after that, because of Lynn, because yeah. of Lynn and Kimberly at least. He had real actors, a a list. All right, um, but yeah, you you feel like you you've you've um, spent a lot of time to get that person to get to know them on that, on that particular level. And you've, you've let down your wall finally. So it's like, you know, yeah, I see signs, but of course we, like we talked about it before, everybody puts their best foot base, best face for in the beginning mm-hmm. of a relationship. So you have to, in a sense, everybody doesn't do it, but that's for the people who actually are hundred percent comfortable in every relationship they go in, which I don't think is everybody that's a bunch of bullshit to me. Um, you have to break down those particular layers as you go. So months mm-hmm. and months, you may break down one layer. The next month, you may not break down no layers. And next time you break down another layer, you may start taking around your family and stuff like that. So it's like this person has got to know a side of you that you have not let nobody else get yet mm-hmm. to know. So it's like, you know, you may see the signs, but it's kind of like, I can make this work. I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a determined fact. Is it, am I able to sustain myself in this particular relationship? Even though I see the signs, I mm-hmm. see that it's a possibility they may cheat. Okay, okay, well, now I have to say, okay, well, yeah, they may cheat, but I'm going to work hard to make sure that they don't. Mm-hmm. Or they may they may um, have issues with their finances. They may spend too much money on unnecessary stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I can be an example to say, okay, well, look, this is how I budget, and this is working for me. Mm-hmm. You know, So you see potential. Uh, so a lot of times that's your determining factor, why you decide to make the decisions either to stay or to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, abuse is a little different. But even people, you know, some people have actually transformed. They've came, they were abusive in their first relationship and they got with the new people and now they're just loving on them and hugging on them instead of punching them upside the head. And it, and it, and it could <laughs> yeah, be, it, it, it does. And it right. could be because of the the dynamics of that relationship because, mm-hmm. you know, outside looking at you never know if 
the person was that way because of the environment they were in. So because of who they were with, deter- makes it was them a toxic situation. Right, act that way. And when mm-hmm. they're with someone different, they don't go into that space. So for me, when it comes to a relationship, um, I made a decision because I felt that. So the very first time I ever came up against infidelity, um, I had never experienced it before. So it was like, okay, so what does this mean? You know, um, and because, you know, like you said, you put in so much time and everything like that, but when I was much younger. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, now I'm older and wise, I see things a little differently, but you know, back then it was like, oh, well, you know, ain't gonna happen again you know uh or oh i'm 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 different you know what i mean mm-hmm. they, they they won't do that to me but they've cheated on other people but they ain't gonna do that to me yeah and then when it did happen it's like oh well that was just the one time they were sorry you know stuff like that or whatever we were going through us yeah no, we, we was going, had an argument you know and then you and then you begin to make um excuses or um like Oh, well, this is why they did it. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, technically, we weren't technically together. So I guess they <laughs> still could have did something if they wanted to. And you make it make sense to you. Right. Um, so I've done it, but that was that was a determining factor because it was like, okay, well, to Medulla's point, you know, I invested so much energy and because I already don't let allow people to get close to me. Mm-hmm. Once you get close to me, it's like, okay, I try to hold on to the people I let get close to me because I don't allow people to get close to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I cut the fool and act, you know, and act crazy and, and, you know, have a good time with every and anybody, but I don't allow people to get close to me into that space. Mm-hmm. Cause I tell anybody, anybody can piss me off, but if you make mm-hmm. me angry, you are somebody special. Anybody can piss me off, but an angered OTP <laughs> is a very different monster than the, oh, the angry. Yeah, then the everyday pissed off, you know, you get on my fucking nerves, you know, I cuss you out and I go about my business. OTP. It's two two completely different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah. So, we kind of talked about relationships. So, dating. So, when you see the writings on the wall, when you're trying to get to know somebody, why do you keep going anyway? Because, see, relationship, you done committed. You're a little more invested. Why do you continue with dating? Is it the same or is I, it different? No, it's different. I mean, normally it was just the dating portion. And when I look at dating, you know, we're not doing nothing yet. So a lot of times you just hold out until you get some. Then, <laughs> Wait yeah. a minute. And you so don't you have... want to date somebody until you have sex? No. If you see certain signs, I mean, like I said, I said this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times people mm-hmm. say, you know, I just got a relationship. You know, we was in a relationship for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we just dating. It's a high possibility. You know, this may be insecurity of mine, but I'm not going to be able to break through that. After 10 years, you still got ties to that particular person. So I just may want to smash, smash and pass after we go on a couple of dates. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm going to just wait till we do that, you know, and, and that's it. And the determining factor is, is based on, okay, well, yeah, you, um, you know, you, you, you don't have this relationship, you know, for six, seven years and y'all got kids and stuff like that and all this type of stuff, child, please. We're going to smash, we're going to pass, I'm move on to the next. <laughs> mm-hmm. To the left, to the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just me. You don't have no obligations when it's dating. There's really no obligations there. It's no. So why do you, so why do we, why do we. You haven't gotten to that point. Yeah. But when you see the signs and you continue anyway, why? You continue on because even if something happens, I know if something does happen, I'm not going to be as affected to it because I can just move on to the other person that I'm dating. 
Okay. I, I say, I mean, I, I can honestly say I don't move. <laughs> I when I options. see certain things with with the date, with just dating, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I mean, I think it goes back to what I said for relationship. If I think it's fixable, if it's something I can deal mm-hmm. with, and then I say yes, continue. But a lot of times, just something that's just really gonna hurt my nerves in the beginning. Why I don't have any ties? Okay, eh, go ahead and get rid of that now. Mm-hmm. And it's easier to cut it off, too, right? When it's, you're yeah, dating. it's easier. To cut it's it a off. lot easier yeah. because if you just see, if you continue with it, and then you. See it happens that something you just month, don't like it's, it's and you could just be like I'm just not texting this motherfucker back I'm just not yeah, doing it <laughs> it's easier to do that after one month as as opposed to so after six years. yeah six months or uh, uh, even a year yeah, you know you right. can't just stop it what, what, what happened oh right, you yeah. just fell off no it's easy to do that in the first month or the second month yeah but what, but yeah. if you've been dating somebody for six months Oh, honey, that he, that that's just, that's a little more in time invested. He just may not be that yeah, into you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no way. Yeah, and I mean, but well, no, I mean, you could be you can date somebody long term before getting I in a know. relationship, can't you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You but, can. But and see, but see, that's the thing. That's why it's you know so it's easy for people to go on because I feel like when you're dating, um, you know, you're saying, well, you know, we ain't got no ties, ain't got no ring on no number like that, ain't like we living together. You know, we, y'all just cat pretty much the cat cat and the mouse in so, part. So so it's so funny that you say that you ain't got no ring on it. So what's funny is, is that I was talking to a friend of mine and there un- was a friend of mine. Right. <laughs> and their um, logic <laughs> is until you're married with a ring on it, you're single. That's, I mean, that's true. I yeah. said, so even if they're in a relationship with somebody, is it they fair game until they marry? That is true, mm-hmm. though. That is true. It's How true. is it true? It's true. I mean, te- technically, it is. No, I'm just saying. But if you commit to someone, if, are, it, if the pay, if the papers ain't there, technically it is. And, <laughs> and see, you know, I'm from the church, and when baby, when they say it in church, they say all the people sing, all the single, the singles ministry, baby. If you ain't got a ring, you single. I don't care how long y'all been living together. You been shacking up. You single. It, it's it, it's a it's a gag, but it's the truth. I mean, so, so you, you okay. have no you have no obligation. It's the same thing if you shacking up with somebody and they die. Technically, you don't have no obligation. If his mama is the person that's left everything, his mama gonna get everything. And you're not gonna get it. Unless I, he have a will. I that, understand. I, that, I understand. But if the spouse, but I you're not entitled. That. So guess what, honey? You you've been single single with benefits all these years. But my question is: so even with that, so when she, when they made that statement, it's basically saying that if the person's in a relationship, they're still fair game. So that that legitimized cheating. Or aiding cheating. Well, no, nah, that's a little different. No, that's it's a little different. I think when it comes you to hear, certain but, things. No, the question think, was: is if you are not married, technically you are still single. Yeah, you're single, you're single. but you're practicing for that marriage. This is we're practicing to Very get to good. that point. Very good point because mm-hmm. I don't understand why mm-hmm. people feel like people mm-hmm. is going to change when they get the ring. Right. Either, this is an audition. Either they are acting the Just way they will act. <laughs> they are acting the way they're going to be when you all are married now or not. <laughs> Nobody's going to stop cheating because they put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. If they're cheating now, they're going to cheat then. If they didn't cook now, they're not going to cook then because you decided to get married. married. Right. You know, and it was funny because somebody... um at Lance's birthday dinner, we had a discussion at the table that at the table. <laughs> I got these old these answers. Right <laughs> no, you have been going. I'm just, you have been going you're just, in with everything. Yeah, you're just in a jukebox vein right now. Yes. But somebody posted. Uh, one of her friends posted on Facebook that you know, until you're a wife, you shouldn't do wife things. So until you're a wife, you don't need to cook for him. 
So how does he know you? Well, and she said because he watched her cook for her children. I said, that's dumb as fuck. That is. Because again, how do I know that what you exhibit now is going to improve when I commit to you with the ring? Mm. That's dumb. It's an audition. Yeah, I mean, I guess to, I, I look at it different. Hell, it ain't no audition. It's a dress rehearsal. <laughs> it is a dress rehearsal. And I, I guess I look at it different because, you know, a lot of people have, you know, lost a lot of different things when it came to relationships because they, it was not on paper. You know, you, you don't you don't get the wife. You don't get the wife benefits and the husband benefits, honey, when, when it's not legal. And a lot of people say, in you know, certain I, things. I in certain things. But and when I it comes to behavior, when it comes to behaviors. Yeah, the behavior, that's a little different. And I that's mean, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about behaviors, not the legalized stuff, not this. You get the house and stuff like this. How do we act? What I'm saying. Yeah. How do you. But you can get up. But technically, that person can get up and leave at any time. You know, it's, it's a little different when you're married. You know, you can't just get up and leave all of a sudden. But yes, you, know, you when can. You, when you, well, you can. Plenty of people come home and say, I came home and the house was empty. You, but you get what I'm saying. You, It's easier to do it when you're single versus married. And that's it costs saying. less to do it when you're yeah, single. It, it costs less. But that's I mean, the only it's, difference. It's, it's still different. Because period. the fee of separation is very expensive. It's right. cheaper to keep them in most cases. Right. But to separate completely going to cost you something. Yeah, but you can't separate. And it ain't just money. You can't separate unless you are married. No, because people have, uh, uh, um, um, uh, shit, what is it called? Like, you can't just kick somebody out and they've been living with you over a certain period of time. Yeah, you have to give them a notice. The, so that's what I'm saying. So certain stuff. Common law marriages. Do they still do that? In certain states, they do. Christopher Williams did it with mm-hmm. that girl. Just in like 10 states. 10 states Why still. Why are you so stupid? Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a common law wife. Hey. <laughs> you are stupid. You know that. Um, But yeah, so mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's all I was saying about dating and stuff. So clicks, likes, and comments. Chick, chick. What's got social media up in a tizzy? We going to spread a little awareness. Oh, congratulations goes out to Jayla Rod. Oh, J. I like that. I'm like I'm gonna call it Jayla Rod because she J Lo and A Rod. Jayla Rod. Yes, they got engaged over the weekend, and her ring is he, amazing. He love him some J Lo. He do. He do. And I'm so but glad they look, look like ama- they make an amazing couple to me. I mean, to me, they, they just make a, just one they do. Sexy and they're couple. and they're so different mm-hmm. on paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you see them together, it's like they look like they have a good time. I'm just glad she's dating somebody that look alive. Don't do Mark Anthony like that. Mark Anthony look like the people. <laughs> he do now, but when they first started, dating, he did not look like that. Yes, he did. I, I just feel Mark some Anthony type has of way. always looked like the Crip Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel some type of way about people having several relationships in the public. Um, well, when you are a public figure, you can't help that. Yeah. Because uh, this is, pro- I mean, think about it. Okay, so what would J-Lo look like if she dated a regular guy? Oh, Casper. Not even a regular guy. Casper, I just I just feel like. No, she did it, date Casper. Keep it private. Because um, Chris it seems like. The dancer from Love. My Love Don't Cost a Thing. That once she married. Right. And that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's like. When you're a celebrity like that, how do you date somebody that's not in the public eye? I mean, not not necessarily in the public eye, but just keep he the relationship said, like keep private. the relationship private. And this is what you know, was said. Because, we were talking um, about this about somebody on Facebook. They've been mm-hmm. through a couple of relationships publicly, and it's just but it they just, do that intentionally. Ain't nobody following them around like paparazzi. They they intentionally make an effort to post who they're in a relationship with, and basically allows social media to chronicle they fuck buddies. 
And I think, no, but I feel that way with J Lo sometimes. And I mean, I she, th- she went through so many like over the course of years. It's like I can say if you had maybe one marriage and then you divorced and you just kind of was by yourself all the time. But she always kept a man on her arm, but, and it just wasn't a good look. She, but J-Lo, it, though. It, even though you say it's, it's not a good look, it's something that can make you a memorable celebrity. I mean, look at Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah, she. Yeah, that's of one of the things. If you always gonna mention Elizabeth Taylor, you always gonna mention all the marriages she had, uh, all the men she had. Miss uh, <laughs> Ross, uh, Naomi Campbell. Uh, you know, these are people who, regardless of if they wanted to keep their private life private, the goal of the media is to find out who they're with or who they're in a relationship with. If they see you with somebody that they've never seen you with before, they're automatically gonna say, "Oh, they're together." Or right. oh, this person is a cougar, and that could be her great grandson that ain't nobody know about because it's you know it's a long lost child, you know, like right. off a dynasty just, or something. I'd rather keep them but, them thinking and making uh, assumptions, or whatever, as opposed to having somebody by my side on a red carpet all the time. But that's just me. It just it don't send the right message for girls. That so you know what's funny. So you know what's funny. You just, know who, just my little. But you know who does that? Taraji. Taraji said you will never see her on the red carpet with a man outside of her son unless she, she has a ring on her finger. Right. She does not publicize or bring out or hang out with anybody she's dating publicly because she feels like I've worked to get my name to where it is and I'm not going to introduce someone into that until you have committed to this. Right. And let's and I think you have to look at it as with J Lo who she comes on the carpet with is a part of her. It's status. It's, it's, it's it's an accessory. It's, a, it's an accessory for her. You know that she is an accessory because she's it's an accessory well, to me. But you know, so you no. know what's funny though. But one thing I did, what well, I used to think about J Lo, well, I kind of don't think anymore, which I'm kind of glad though. But J Lo used to change her aesthetic and her appearance based on who she was dating. She stopped after she um, divorced Crip Keeper Mark <laughs> because when she was dating P Diddy, you know, she was she the, was all hip hop. She was hip hop. When she was with Ben Affleck, she was the All American girl. When she was with Mark Anthony, she was the you know um, the the cosmopolitan Latino Child. Latina and everything. I mean, she was. <laughs> she was. But think about she it. Did, she but did think about adjust it. Her. She she adjusts her look and her aesthetic depending on who she was with. Until after she had her kids and she was on her own is when she kind of was like, "Oh no, bitch, this is me," and I ain't changing. And I think that her with him, because they're so different, but they look like they have so much fun together. Like he is, he is just the happiest man on earth that bitch. My, my woman is Mm JLo. Yeah. And he should be. And she love her some me. Like, how do you, you know, like, how, 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 how? Congratulations, girl. Whatever. We'll see y'all on this one later. But I do get what you're saying. <laughs> no, I do get what you're saying because the story did. Because Jose Canseco, he's the baseball Jose, player. Jose, right? Jesus? No. Oh, oh, that's Jesus, my bad. That's the Hayes. baseball player. But he started tweeting reckless, recklessly after you know the announcement came out saying that, oh, J-Lo, do you know that A-Rod has been sleeping with my wife, my Thank ex-wife? You. It's the same. And He's been me, cheating on you all this it's time. It's the same thing. records of this. It's the same okay. thing, in, in my opinion. And, I, and that's, this, in my opinion, remember the same thing happened with Britney Spears. She dated Justin, and she went to Federline, and then Federline, they dragged that girl through based on, you know, all this type of stuff like that, saying she was an unfit mother. I, I just think that it leads to other stuff. You know, and you know, you can't pay everybody off and you can't shut everybody up. 
So it's like mm-hmm. some some of these people, and I'm not saying these are bad people that she has dated, but she's she's had like four and five different friends. It is like girl, but it's but been over the span of, of a is. decade, though. I mean, like you can't say about it for five and five. No, two. I mean, come on now, no, I not not no now here here here's the difference in a celebrity versus a regular person. How many if if a camera followed you around and and, and captured. How many people you've dealt with in any capacity for the past decade? It ain't just two. Yes, it is. Cause I'll be with nobody but y'all. So so what the hell? What the hell? Y'all talking about? I be with Nessa. I be with uh, Lance Two Point <laughs> and I be with Aloysius. What? Who else is it? And my sister and Carlos and Brittany. What are they gonna say? I'm, I mess with five people. Who? Oh yeah, Suzanne. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but. Yeah, I, 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 I so they, I they follow me, right? That's all they're gonna but see. But I've always said that. All my like people, with, they, I got cars to listen, go pick listen, them up, listen, and they move through the night. Listen, okay, people, they, they on the underground I railroad. I don't agree bitch. with people like underground railroad, bitch. Okay, <laughs> I don't agree with people saying like J Lo, and I mean even Kim K. You know, I don't agree with people just saying, oh, they're a hoe because they've dated so many people. You know, because look at y'all track records. You're just not followed around. Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it. it's <laughs> been a decade. So I mean, how many people you don't see on Facebook don't have three relationships in one year? And look, and, uh, look, <laughs> that's and, what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. And update their status every single time. Oh, it's complicated. Oh, I'm single. Oh, I'm someone special. Or, oh, probably in a be the main one topic. So Kim K is a hoe. And if we could clock the mileage on that, put it, put, yeah, put, put, put it the mileage too. In a way. And if we, if we clock the mileage on that pooty tang. Congratulations, girl. <laughs> uh, so Keep slaying we, on a red carpet. Won't kill. So Will Smith is to play Venus and Serena's dad. That has been a big old argument. Yeah. But <laughs> my thing is, who else going to do it to get the people to watch? Because people feel like, you know, their dad was dark skinned. And they feel like a dark skin. I don't see nothing wrong with Will Smith playing. I mean, but he, he I don't he's, see he's nothing wrong. He's drunk. a great actor, got, actor too. It's its all about, you know, like we was just talking about, it's all about politics. It's right. all about who's going to see it. If they want that story to be executed and told, well, they need to make sure some real actors are in there. Everybody is not going to do as good as, as uh, Biggie, Biggie did. Now, that was a really good movie because mm-hmm. BIG, we never saw him before he did really good. Tupac was a flop. But if you want this, well, Serena, he like him. yeah, he looked just like him. But I'm just saying, if you want this to be executed right, you got to get somebody that's going to do it. Will Smith is the perfect person. He's gonna be. He's gonna play that daddy part. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, it's based on the girls. You can get a, a C list actor for the girls, but the daddy is the one who's gonna drive it. It's just like Effie. You know, Beyonce was the star, but Effie drove the movie. You know, what I'm saying you got to get somebody that's gonna execute those, those big parts. And I don't think it's an issue. They were saying something about Idris Elba. Yeah, he would have been good too. Idris Elba. Idris Yeah, Idris Elba would have been really good. But my thing is, Idris Elba is in everything. So Give what's it to funny somebody is else. Idris Elba is going to replace uh, Will Smith in Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, bye by me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the thing about it is, is that I think people get so caught up in okay, we have to aesthetically make the person look like them. You the power of makeup is no. sorcery and and, and 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 voodoo because it's some people I'm like, well, damn, how the fuck they look like that when they wake up in the morning and look like that when they walk out the door. The only time I can say filter. that, but the only time I <laughs> can say that was actually done wrong is when um, what's the girl name who played um the singer? She played Colombiana. Zoe Zaldana. Yeah, Zoe. She played Nina Simone. She played Nina Simone. And they that, drug her. They drug the shit because, out of her. And I mean, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound very, very horrible, but I don't give a fuck. Um, 
Because Nina Simone was not the prettiest of of people. She right. wasn't. She was. and, and she knew. And, and, she and, said in her song. And, and they felt as if they needed somebody to look like her, have her aesthetic, be dark skin, all that kind of stuff. And they tried to make Zoe favor her, but mm-hmm. I'm like, you just did it too. You just went too far. And it could be because of budget. Yeah. Because, you know, when got, you got the budget, because if you look at Captain Marvel, they de-aged. I don't know if that's a word, but I made it up. They de-aged Samuel Jackson so much to make him look younger. Samuel Jackson ain't young, ain't been young in forever. Mm-hmm. But they used the budget to get him to look a certain way so that he fit the time period. They could have got Lupita for um uh some Nina Simone. India Ari. And she has the vocal ability to do it too. Mm. Lupita is is <laughs> da. She da. You know, but I mean that I, I just I just really feel like that's just really dumb. Like sometimes Sometimes you can't always just get somebody to play a role because they look like them. They have right. to have the ability and the skill set to do that. Yeah, I and think Will it's Smith more does. so. I think it's more so. Like I said, is that time the climate that we're in? Black people are. I love y'all. You're just sensitive right Colors. now. Colors. We're just really sensitive right yeah. now. Everybody's so sensitive. Why we can't go back to the Black Panther days when they just was fucking shit up just because? And they'd tell you about your ass just because. Because. It's like everybody's sensitive now. Everybody's a big bully on their computers and on their cell right. phones. But then when you confront about, oh, I'm offended by what you said. Okay, no, bitch. You just talked about my baby shoes the other day on, on this uh, on this good Instagram. Now and you did. offended? And did. Okay. And did. Okay, but yeah, they, oof. And then get yeah. mad when you get your ass beat on Instagram Live. Yeah, on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram Live. But you, but you were just talking all that shit the other day. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I want to get mad. So Chance Rapper gets mad. mad. He did. It was a beautiful wedding. Too. Oh, so, all these weddings. He did. He did he marry a black girl? Because you know he don't value them. She looks. Bl- she likes. She mixed with something. She ain't She's light skin. I will say that. She but, ha- she a half breed. I mean, but he's been with her since, like, he said he's been with her since they were kids. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she, she ain't got all that. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Oh, my gosh. Keep it moving. Oh, my Keep it moving. No, because my thing, like I said, he said, what he said about them girls? Well, he I said, said the same thing. What did he say about them girls? They was fast. No, he said, I didn't value their um, experience or their story mm-hmm. because they were young mm-hmm. black girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's trash. Until further notice. Thank you. Until his new album comes out. And we'll see how long <laughs> we'll see how long this marriage lasts. He is trash until further notice. And I don't we'll give a see. fuck we'll about see how long his this marriage lasts. He's been with the girls since like they were kids. His like music ain't that 10. great. His music ain't mm-hmm. that great. Yeah, anyway. the rain gonna change all that. <laughs> the rain didn't change a thing. No, what what Kim said? The rain, the rain don't didn't mean a thing. thing. The rain That's don't it. mean a thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it'll change your nose though. So Vince Herbert is facing eviction. Yes, and also maybe some charges for writing bad checks. Tamar, Tamar, Tamar. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like, how do you? Well, I I won't understand. I got that much money, so you know the Herberts ain't having the best of luck. So he, he so he facing eviction, and Tamar is getting drug. What did she do? Because she, she made that statement about the pesos. About the pesos. Oh, about I heard that. And no. did not realize one, one, that people, people don't mess. You don't mess with them damn clocks. You don't mess with them pesos. No, no, no. you don't mess with gospel <laughs> legends. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Cause it ain't all about you know how many awards they won, how well known, and all this kind of stuff. Because they have a following, mm-hmm. and church people will drag you just cause. Mm-hmm. Cause see that's the thing. See they like to, they like to underestimate. Like oh you know you can't drag because that ain't holy, bitch. They will. At the end of the day, that's that lady's sister. Wendy Williams apologized. She would have wanted to. <laughs> she would have wanted to apologize when she said about the clock. <laughs> she would want to. 
she'll want to. I mean, so she getting drugged because she was like, oh, her wig is wearing me thin or it's killing me or something like that. And she has health problems. Right. Oh, that was so. So you're going to learn to not put your foot in your mouth. Yeah. You know, because had anybody come and said, you know, well, you know, that Muppet face. Tony ain't jumping in this one. Tony going to be like Tamar. Because she (laughs) She can't. And that's and that's and my whole thing. All of them saying all of them, <laughs> all them paces. <laughs> Hello, standing up, sitting down, okay. without a microphone, and you can hear them at the back of the room. Okay. Oh, baby, and Dariska saying, yeah, that, that, that. yeah. One thing about it, I said, she 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 going through her stuff, but that that that, that Dari space, she can say she give Lashawn a, a run for her money, and she sings anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> Ain't no, oh, I wasn't prepared to sing. Okay, y'all want me to sing? Well, Mike, give me a mic. Give me a mic. That's what that's, 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 that's what she do. That's what I'm saying. So you know she can just do that. You did it. You did it last week, Petty. You did it. I'm not even gonna just. I'm not even gonna say no. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Life and death and the power of the tongue. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing. Kylie Jenner, Suzanne, you care? Is now a billionaire. Yes, the youngest billionaire. She's the youngest billionaire. And you know what? I'm going to give her her props. She is. And I think because she put Jordan lip gloss and lipstick on sale. That took her over. Because it sold out in seconds. That took her right over. I love Kylie. I I, I'm, I ignored her. She was one of those people, like you said, ignored in the beginning. <laughs> on the it, was, look, it was a song you skipped and now you realize she it's lit. She was the song you skipped on the Kardashians in the beginning. You were like... I wish they get this little girl off the show. And look, oh. now she lit. <laughs> now so she got, is. I mean, I guess I didn't want to talk about because you know we had a big dispute about the old uh, self-made thing last show, or whatever. But you know, they they shit they was calculated as well because she she used this whole thing to to lift lift things up or whatever. But you lift know, every charge. But it's, it's, it's fine. Cash you, know, we, you, out. you you cute you cute, Kylie. You know you you now. did good. You now, did, yeah, you did good. I'm mm-hmm. still here for Kendall and Chloe and Courtney. I'm only here for my Ka- favorites. I'm only here for Kendall. Yeah, Why? I like I, Kendall. I just think Chloe's the cutest little thing. She nah. I think Chloe's cute too. She's so now, cute. Now she don't look like I did it no more. Uh, yeah, she I was always Kylie, cute though. to me, and I thought she was the cutest one. I have a meme I'm going to share with you all after we're off the air. Okay, don't fine. do it. <laughs> you said cute. Well, congratulations, Kylie. Yeah, you know you did the thing. Don't let that man spend up all your money. Yeah, she's a billionaire. When I tell you that baby now is set for life, set. North is your mommy a billionaire? She, she got enough. She connected. She is. She's connected and combined. They probably about there. No, no. I think she's like sixty. I think she's yeah, like she's sixty on million. 60. Yeah, she's yeah, on sixty million. She's way. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kim. Kim is about two, two, two hundred something, right? No, uh-uh. no, no, no. Kim no, is no. about sixty. No, Kanye maybe two hundred. That's why I saw on the Forbes that she was up there two hundred something million. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks, Suzanne. So I'm gonna slide into answering for friends. So what's up, guys? It's Fred from the DMV. Oh, Department of Motor Vehicles. Yes. We didn't have somebody from there last week. They've been hitting us up lately. Oh. <laughs> you know. Of course they have. Maybe because they were snowed in or something. Yeah, they know. ain't got nothing else. They ain't got a driver's right. license. I can't. <laughs> so I'm recently single for almost a year. I was in a long-term relationship. And now that I'm back out here, I find it hard to date. We was just talking about this. Like, I mean, damn, niggas ain't shit. <laughs> but hoes and tricks. Hey. <laughs> And if they are, it's like, so what are we doing? Everybody is like, 
Let's just see where things go. I'm of the same mindset as Petty. Hallelujah. Everything at this point in my life is intentional. I don't feel like you just date someone for the intent to just date and not eventually progress into something more and greater. So what I want to know is, am I unrealistic in my expectations for dating in 2019? Should I play the quote unquote game? If so, what is the damn game? LOL. Is it not okay to let someone know you care for them or feeling them? Am I supposed to just play hard to get and act uninterested to gain attention? Shake my head, niggas and flies, niggas and flies. Okay, don't don't play hard to get because that that'll be the gag and that, that, <laughs> it, it will it will follow it will follow you. That track record will follow you uh, because you you look up and you won't have nobody. So you, mm-hmm. you definitely want to be a little friendly, learn how to be approachable, and being approachable is not always in everybody's face, but it's just you know doing a little. Throwing a little spurt in there, but like, ooh, I let me get, let me put some water in your drink. I need that advice right there. Yeah, let me put some water in your drink. Oh, or uh, knocking somebody, knocking drink out somebody's hand. Oh, oh my god, you need to drink that off the flow. You know, something like that. What? You know, <laughs> only when you're drunk like me. You know what I'm saying? I, I oh do, my god, I do. You know, just knock it up. Like, I know oh, one I thing. I see L bitch get on all fours and drink some drink off the ground in the club. <laughs> I am going to Snapchat that. <laughs> just know that they're really drunk. They might not be drunk. They yeah, just may be so high. You, de- you don't want to play the hard. What kind of get- club is it though? Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Any club floor. Which side note? Club floors. Nasty bitches wear flip flops to clubs. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you catch me on the right now, I've been drinking. I put some flip flops. I'm gonna be up in there just getting it in. And I want to call you nasty. And, and that, no, friend, I'm not gonna let you come out like and that. that. And that's fine. No, friend. Well, I'm well, not well you, you like probably that. not gonna be with me anyway because you know you. That's not what you do. You're so right. I, I go in there, glad that my flip flops on, show my beautiful fleet feet. Fleet and fleet feet. And, just, and, and turn it and slay. I'm and, just gonna say, be yourself. Be yourself. It seems you like you're trying to fit a mold. You're questioning whether I should fit this mold or should I, you know, come, you know, just. I guess when you say you know you don't, you, should I play the game or what is the game? You know, well, you know, damn it, what is the game? Okay, so what is the game for 2019? Like dating in 2019 is very different than it was dating in 2001 and 10 and 4. Uh, well, dating uh, the game in 2019 is um, DM. <laughs> very, very <laughs> DM, just hit the DM, and if you get lucky, you know, yeah. maybe they'll like like 20 of your pictures. It's That's the way to media. get your attention. The game is really social media. The game mm-hmm. is social media. Yeah. So once you get the attention, get how your do hot you body take some clothes off? So once mm-hmm. you get, I guess he's, I guess Fred is trying to under, he's trying to understand. Okay, so I'm out here, I'm dating these people or whatever. He say either they ain't shit or if they are shit, they just like, okay, well I know I'm the shit. I know I got something to offer, and I'm like, I'm just playing the field. So if you got something to offer and I got something to offer, why can't we do it together? I guess is what he's asking. Because that's not that's not the way the cookie crumbles. People people really want to be chased in a sense. Um, they, so should they, he act uninterested? Because apparently, I guess he feels that if you act like you're not so into them, that's when they want you more. I'm assuming from what he said. Mm. Um, yeah, th- and that that is a trait. That's true. However, yeah. you can't let that you know min- deminimize your particular character on, and and your morals about yourself. I mean, it's a bit me out there. I say shoot your shot. And if it if it don't work, okay, that's fine. And open up your options. Yeah, open up your options. I mean, if it if, white Latino. Yeah, if it, if Chinese. it's not working with the Latino, it's a whole black community over here. If it's not working with the blacks, it's a whole white community over here. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you got the transgender. 
You know, so I mean, I'm just saying it's you. You got a lot of different options out now. It's a big menu out there. So I I don't think there is a game to play. I just feel like, you know, you got to shoot your shot. And if it don't work, that's fine. And, and the thing about it, they may not see you now. Oh, yes. You was a skip track. Yeah. And now they realize you yeah. lit. Because mm-hmm. because guess what? Because when they when you don't pay them any attention and then they they friend, they friend us. They know they friend hot. They get on. They be like, oh, what? oh yeah, he tried to talk to me. Oh, she tried to talk to me. Or that whatever. might be the ep- they might be named this episode. Once skip, now lit. Yeah, and then they be like, oh, you should try to talk to me. Oh, you did. Oh, and then they then mm-hmm. be feel some type of jealous. They be like, mm-hmm. like oh <laughs> hey, remember me? I met you two years ago. No, no I, I don't. don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm just saying because it's it's a bit me about that. So be yourself. That's you what know? I say. Be yourself. Don't try and conform to. You know, you not conform to this be you transform. Hey, you felt the word. You felt that. You felt that. Now I will. I will say. I will say this, Fred. I say the difference is that what you're going to experience is that now what you expect out of people may not be what people are are expected of now. So it sounds like you've been in a relationship for a long time or whatever, and you're recently single. So now that you're back out, you know, in these streets or whatever, you know, the people now who are dating may not be accustomed to the expectations of what you expect. You know what I mean? So I say that to say like, you know how you got to start over meeting somebody, you know, start over getting to know somebody. Mm-hmm. It's like certain things. It's like, Oh, you don't do that. Oh, you got to be talking to somebody for six months before you start doing that kind of stuff. Like, Oh, but it's not that deep, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it may be expectations. I think your expectations right. are unrealistic. It's just that people aren't, people aren't, um, living up to those type of expectations now because it's not required. Like prime example, people don't necessarily now have to approach people in person or have a conversation outside of, you know, DMs, instant messages and things like that because people don't have the skills to talk to each other anymore. They just, you know, prime example, how many times have you seen somebody and they hit you up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever that, and y'all are cool and have a conversation, but then you get in person, they don't say shit. Happened to me before, and I'm hoping to get down in 2019. Just, <laughs> I'm just that just happened to me. You know what I mean? Like it's like you got all this to say when we in you know and messages and stuff like that. And it and it, and I'm not saying it has to be like for intimate reasons or you know to date mm-hmm. or something like that, but just in friendship. Yeah. And then you get in each other. You, you yeah. Know, and then yeah. you get into each other's company. It's like, hey, how you doing? But a lot a lot of people they they feel like they've said so much over the text messages that they can't or the messages DM. There's that nothing that's converse, converse about. Really con- converse about. Right. right. Some people do feel that way. But shit, like if, if, about if so we much. talked in message on Monday and I don't meet you until Thursday, ain't shit happening three days you want to talk about? I mean, but if you're messaging all day, some people, I mean, I, I this talk true. all day long, but some people, they, they have that that's true. mechanism about them. You know? That's true. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, you are right. Niggas ain't shit. But you know, there's some that, that are, you know. Change your circle. You know, change the circle. Change, change what you're throwing out there because maybe it's something that you're throwing that's attracting certain types. <laughs> yeah. You know, because yeah. a lot of times people like what they like, but what they like ain't good for them. Uh-huh. Right. So I just read on Twitter, you know, we say niggas ain't shit. No, the niggas that are shit just don't want you. Or the shit you throwing <laughs> out there is attracting niggas who ain't yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, what is it about your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked we talk about that before. That, that's a, that's a trait no good niggas. You know what I mean? So, and like I told a friend of mine, like, you know, what, what, what you like, what you, what you like, what you desire, and what you end up with are not always the same thing. 
Right. A lot of times people want this, you know, this this dope boy, but this dope boy ain't gonna treat you the way you want to be treated. So you have to be realistic with what your expectations are right. in that situation. You you yeah. can't want you can't possibly want a dope boy and you got you making six figures on you, you just you just can't. You can, but you uh, yeah, have you to can. expect yeah, but you, it's, certain it's things. Not, yeah, it's not yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna mesh. It's just not <laughs> you know, and then you're mad because you know he yeah. this way, but you now you feel sorry because you can't take him to to the um to the company holiday party. That's true. Because he want to wear linen suits. It's that, and it's also what you're bringing to the table. <laughs> you can't expect for somebody to be bringing more to the table, and you not bringing shit. You know. Yeah. There, there, so a lot of times, especially women. Oh, I want a man that's making six figures, and you know, and she good just credit, and bitch, you got, and, a, she, and, she and you got a three twenty, right? Mm. And she on hood, and everything you got, and, in your, and everything you got in your <laughs> child's name. Who's I'm, two? I'm I'm, aller- <laughs> I'm allergic to bro, bitch. You are bro. <laughs> That's why you got all these hives and, and outbreaks and shit. <laughs> We're gonna stop talking about them. What would you do? What would you do? All right. So, what would you do if you found out the person you were dating wore dentures? Put it back in and get the sucking. That's all I'm gonna say. No, no, no. Take them out. <laughs> Take them out and suck. Oh God. <laughs> Look. Shit, fuck around with me. I'm gonna start playing God's bow down and worship him. <laughs> oh my god, I just I can't believe y'all. They call you gummy, bitch. Th- they call if you're my gummy. age, that's really gonna freak me out. Cause I'm that sorry. is, cause look, that means that is that that's like a mouth guard. You got no teeth, don't freak me. They not real, and you thirty? Are you twenty nine? Now, one thing I do, I, one thing I do need you to do is do not put them in a glass cup. On the counter in the bathroom, when I get up to go pee or wash my face, I don't need to be that to be the first that's thing I, I see. Because that would scare me. That's gonna freak me out. I I just can't do that. You know, you that young. Then what happened? What really happened? I mean, but the they ain't no guarantees they young though. You know, some of us get old pieces. Like I said, <laughs> <laughs> some people is investing in their future. Four hundred one k. I definitely ARP. I got an extra stage left on that one. Well, anyway, let us know what y'all think. Yeah, because I'm telling you, hey, take them out. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> them are detachable? Yeah, go take them out. <laughs> go on, take them out. Cause, hmm. Come on in. Come on, you. <laughs> and y'all see people chewing. Oh, Lord. Anyway, follow us on uh, Instagram, <laughs> No Shit Sherlock Pod. Facebook, Ask Shit Sherlock. SoundCloud, No Shit Sherlock Pod. Email us at No Shit Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. And there's definitely been another one for the books. <laughs> Shout out to all the people with no teeth. We love you. Gummies. <laughs> <laughs> now, once upon a time, somebody told me that the best head they ever got was somebody who had no teeth. Okay, okay, okay. Peace, love, and soul. Good night. Hey.